Welcome to the Smart Weight Loss Coaching Podcast. I'm Dr. Lisa Olson, a board-certified weight loss medicine specialist and certified life coach. In this podcast, I'll share fresh insights and effective techniques for incorporating mindset, habit change, and proven science into your life. Are you ready to achieve sustainable weight loss, wellness, and longevity? Then let's jump in and lose weight the smart way. Today, we're going to talk about urge surfing and how to ride the wave of food cravings. A couple of times a year, my husband makes his famous homemade lemon bars with almond flour crust and powdered sugar on top. They are amazing. If you know me, you know that I don't consider any food to be forbidden when it comes to weight loss or maintenance. I love sweets, but I do curate the kind of sweets that I have. I curate my portions, and I pay close attention to how often I eat sweets. It's so easy for sweets to become a daily habit for me. (laughs) Wine too, by the way so I'm always mindful of that slippery slope. That's why it's game on when those lemon bars show up. I always allow my husband's homemade lemon bars. It's made with eggs, butter, lemons, almond flour, sugar, things like that. Of course, it's still a dessert. Of course, it's dessert. But it's not a chemical bomb like Betty Crocker's Lemon Bar Supreme Mix in a box with dried corn syrup, artificial flavors, and colors. No offense, Betty Crocker, but I'll take a hard pass on that. So when my husband makes his lemon bars, I usually plan and I allow myself to have two of them. I might even consider three if I'm being totally honest. (laughs) And sometimes a fourth will sneak in there. Is that going to be a weight loss week? Nope. Probably not, but every week doesn't have to be a weight loss week. It's all about finding our balance. We can have a week that's not a weight loss week as long as we have two weeks that are weight loss weeks on the whole, on average. I'm lucky enough to be in maintenance, but back when I was in weight loss mode, I knew that three lemon bars in a week would probably tip me into weight gain or at least block weight loss that's fine with me. We're not perfectionists around here. We just want you to have more weeks without three lemon bars to balance out the special weeks with the lemon bars. Okay, (laughs) I don't know if your mouth is watering right now like mine is just from saying lemon bar. (laughs) That is bananas. Let me tell you a little more about my husband's lemon bars. They aren't supersized. They're a reasonable portion. As with all treats, I like to remind myself that I'm going to order or serve myself the size I want to be. (laughs) If I want to be small, I'm going to have a small dessert. I describe these lemon bars as about half the size of a deck of cards. And I already talked about how they're made with real food ingredients. They're not Nova 4 or ultra processed desserts, and they're definitely not Nana Flips (laughs) or non-nutritive food-like products. You know, that's my silly name for them, Nana Flips. These are homemade desserts. That doesn't mean they won't impact weight, but they'll have a lesser impact than an ultra-processed lemon bar. So let's say I ate the three lemon bars I planned to eat this week, and then I found myself craving more. For me, the vulnerable time is in the afternoon, before my kids get home. 
Maybe for you, it's not lemon bars. Maybe for you, it's potato chips or chocolate. And maybe your vulnerable time is at 9 p.m. Just imagine yourself in that tricky time when you crave a treat. And we'll talk through one of the many strategies that you can start to practice. Let me say it again. We are practicing. We're not looking for perfection here. First and foremost, we have to hold space for ourselves to practice various strategies to navigate food cravings. It's not one size fits all. What works for me may not work for you. And what will work for you in six months after a lot of practice may not work for you in the first few times you try it. As with any skill, navigating cravings takes practice. We don't expect ourselves to learn to play the cello in three lessons. (laughs) Ditto for sitting with lemon bars or ice cream or whatever it is that's challenging for you. When we catch ourselves with outsized wanting for a hyperpalatable food, the first thing I like to do is dissect my snacking like a scientist. I try to get curious. What's going on here? Why am I craving food now? Am I legitimately hungry? Could I actually be thirsty instead? I like to solve for thirst first. When I catch myself craving something, I'll usually pause and have a glass of water. I'll ask myself, did I eat something ultra-processed earlier in the day that's driving me to crave more sweets now? Or might it simply be that I have a habit of eating at this time of day, right? I just get curious. So let's assume I haven't planned to eat whatever it is I'm wanting, (laughs) whatever I'm over wanting. (laughs) And so I'm going to practice now sitting with the urge. This is also called urge surfing. Basically, we're going to ride the wave of desire, We're going to sit with the discomfort, not resisting it, not fighting it, not even using the delay and distract technique. Nope. We're just going to sit with the urge without acting on it. We'll feel the urge grow. And in most cases, it will peak in 20 to 30 minutes. This was such a revelation for me when I first learned about urge surfing. 20 to 30 minutes. Already that sounds doable. If you can sit with the discomfort, most of the time it will pass on its own. So you don't have to ask yourself to ride the wave of desire for hours on end. No, it's easier than that. Just notice the time and remind yourself most urges peak and begin to dissipate within half an hour. Sometimes it can help to describe the feeling you're having from the cravings. For me, When I want something that I haven't planned and I'm sitting with the urge, it feels like a restlessness, usually a restlessness in my chest, maybe my stomach. And then I like to remind myself, (laughs) girl, you birthed two babies. You can handle a desire for ice cream without acting on it. You've got this. Just ride it out. Let the urge be there. It's not hurting you. Sometimes I get a little silly and remind myself, Lisa, you're not bleeding out. You're not going into cardiac arrest. You're not having a stroke. You're simply wanting. (laughs) 
you're wanting ice cream, and that's okay. You can sit with it. You can handle it. Is this successful all the time? Of course not. But with practice, it gets easier and easier to sit with an urge. Your sense of control around hyperpalatable food will definitely grow with practice. And the way we make it easier, besides practicing over and over and over again, is to reward the effort. You think sticker charts are for babies? No, not true. Sticker charts are for everyone. (laughs) So put a star on your sticker chart or on your calendar or put a cotton puff in your urge jar. This is something we talk about all the time in our Smart Weight Loss Coaching Group. We follow the science about rewarding behavior to create change. If you'd like to do a deeper dive into this process, we'd love for you to join us in our group program. You can learn more at (laughs) smartweightlosscoaching.com. Wait, before you leave, we forgot to set our NBA, our next best action. What's yours? Mine actually has nothing to do with urges. Mine has to do with jumping on the 20 minutes I have before my next meeting. I'm going to take a quick walk. Thanks so much for listening. If you'd like more support during your smart weight loss journey, check out our group coaching program at smartweightlosscoaching.com. Until next time, stay well and stay smart. Smart.